0: Oh yeah, before I forget, there's going to be a pickup game at the University of Lagos on the 23rd of December. Yes, yeah, so on Monday. It's just around the corner. We're going to have the best of the best come in and rep their squad. And the likes of the guys from Park, Ilupeju Stadium, Ikeja. The major cuts in Lagos, they just come in and we'll play for bragging rights, basically. I hope Rivers upas. Actually, getting prepared. I really pray that they are doing something about their game because Ewa, this is not our dysfunctional league, this is not the presidential cup, this is not the crazy league that we've played over years. This is something different. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Flat Out with Komo. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I'm stuck on female basketball right now. I don't know. I don't care what anybody is going to say, but female basketball is the shit. Like, for real, for real. There's this lady in um, University of Aragon that is cheering the NCAA up. She leads the NCAA in triple doubles right now. I think her name is Sabrina. I can't pronounce her surname. I know she's Sabrina, something. She's cheering the NCAA up. I watched the highlights of their game against the United States of America. They were practicing for tournaments and stuff and she fu- part of my language. She tore them apart. The likes of the Ogurumike sisters, Dinah Terrasi, the Brittany Griner, she tore them apart. I was in awe watching this. I was like, damn, so a girl can play like this. And some boys will be talking shit. I beg, female basketball is the shit. When you watch these professionals play, when they do their thing, there's not one time I've not been left in awe by watching a spectacular display of basketball IQ. Just like the female um, FIBA Champions Cup that I just ended, the Continental like we call it, came to a close on Sunday and rival de Maputo of Mozambique retained their title, beating last year's finalist and 5 years' champion, Inter-Club of Angola. The game was freaking intense, I was on the edge of my seat from beginning to end. The Mozambique side had a chance to win the game in regulation, they were up by 2 with like. 29 seconds to go and they didn't want to get caught to its um, shot clock violation they took a shot missed and they fouled one of the <laughs> Angolan players it was insane and madame she went to the line scored 2 or 2 taking the game to overtime anyway in overtime Ferreira won the game 91-90 and if you don't know Sarah Agoke plays for this team and she was outstanding that night she scored 22 points made a lot of clutch baskets towards the end of the game, but I had to put this out there. She got beat every time on it. <laughs> like, she was escorting a man to the bucket most times. She was, she was a liability on defense, but it was an outstanding performance regardless. Mama the Mama, Italy Lucas, was insane that night. She was out of this world. Even that club had won that tournament. It was dead short. She was going to be MVP, no cap. They were running this onset where they have two bigs on top and we have the wing players down. And every time she came off the pick, she was making the right reads. She knew when to shoot. She knew when to attack the lane and kick out. All those things were, they were, <laughs> these are high IQ reads that if you do not know the game of basketball, you will not be able to make those plays. She ended the game with 29 points. That's how good she was that night. She was scoring, she was clutch on all cylinders in every aspect of the game. Fereval did a good job of rebounding on both ends. I think that was what even gave them the edge over the Angolan side. Because it led to extra possessions and these possessions were nothing less than treasure to them. At the end of the day, they lifted the they oyster the trophy up and I was happy. Sarah, our uh-uh, Nigerian person did then. So what happen, We go celebrate them. Congrats to them um the nigerian representatives mfm the fire ladies like i call them they did their best they gave a good account of themselves at least this is their first continental and for a young team they are definitely on the rise i am pretty sure that in a couple of years if they keep up with the kind of growth that they have embarked on the kind of parts they will probably be one of the top teams in africa Marvellous, Mr. Subra and Ifunaya Okoro were outstanding for the fire girls, I swear. They were striking on all cylinders. It was just sad that they came up against better teams, they would have gone further. It was also sad that Air Warriors couldn't make it to the tournament. I would have loved to see the team that beat Eshing, the number one female team in Nigeria, first bank, against the best in Africa. Right now we all have the questions like uh, would they have pulled off a stunner, would they have been better than MFM who finished 7th or will something that different have happened if Air Warriors had gone? We will never know. Hopefully they will get a chance to do that some other time. But for now, it's a dead end. We already know who the champions of Africa are this year. On the flip side, the qualifiers of the BL, the Basketball African League, which has taken the place of the Continental Tournament for men, is still on. There are 7 teams, right now in Rwanda, playing for the last three spots which are up for grabs. I have my own picks already and I'm pretty sure they will come out on top in this tournament. The other teams are pretty good but these teams have been outstanding. Number one is Ferrevaro de Maputo, the the male counterpart of the champions. Um, Patriots of Rwanda, they are at home for Christ's sake so they even have to win. And City Oilers of Uganda. The Mozambique side have remained perfect all through the qualifiers and they even beat it to well, in this tournament a couple of days ago. Patriots on the other side as well has been at their best. They showed out for the home crowd in the first game. They trumped the team 113 to 61. Kilo Shelley, She all in 52 points. What is it? <laughs> if you remember the World Cup qualifiers that held in Lagos, they had this um, fair dude, he's a guard. he could shoot the ball. His name is um, Kenny Gassana. That man has stayed hot and is leading this Patriots team. With him at the well, I don't think there's anything that can go wrong. City Oilers of Uganda are also solid and Jordy Mays is leading the crew. You remember Jordy Mays? He played for the Lagos City Kings in the CBL a couple of years ago. And he also repped Uganda in the World Cup qualifiers that held in Lagos. <laughs> we don't need there's no cap on this. That boy is a walking bucket. He can drop 30 at ease whenever he wants to. He scored um 20 points in the first half of 75% field goal shooting. That is insane. That was that's insane accuracy. And of course, if you did not know, Uncle Wamba, the high flyer from Oops and Reed, is also in this on the city Last team. Although I don't think he's playing, I think he's injured or something. But he's part of the crew. So, why not root for them? <laughs> I, mean, I don't already know what they root for. These guys have to make it. I need to see my guy on the big stage. <laughs> I hope Rivers Hoopers are actually getting prepared. I really pray that they are doing something about their game. Because Ewa, this is not our dysfunctional league. This is not the presidential cup this is not the crazy league that we've played over years this is something different y'all better get your shit together and show up than what you did in presidential cup because i watched them games man the river hoopers were not outstanding i feel they just had an edge over the other teams because they've been together for a long while and that will not cut it against most of these teams so they better get on their shit Oh yeah, before I forget, there's gonna be a pickup game at the University of Lagos on the twenty-third of December. Yes, yeah, so on Monday, it's just around the corner. We're going to have the best of the best coming and rep their squad. The likes of the guys from park ilupeju Stadium, Ikeja. The major cuts in leaguers, you just come in and we'll play for bragging rights basically. Nothing involved, no cash before people start asking me where is the money and stuff like that. <laughs> Nothing involved, we just wanna have fun, we'll have refreshments later on. But the whole idea is to get people informed for what's coming up next year. There's something cooking next year. And since the Nigerian basketball scene has been scanty, we're trying to put up a couple of stuff. To help guys stay ready, to improve the game, to help the younger ones get a feel of what it is to play in the league. But it's going to be—it's going to be wonderful. So if you are free to come and watch, please do. It's going to be fun-filled, and come and enjoy yourself with the ballers as well. Over to the NBA. We have to talk about the NBA. That's the biggest freaking league in the world. So we must discuss the NBA. I put out a poll on Twitter on what team will end the season with a better record. The Lakers or the Bucs? Yes, Lakers leads the Western Conference, Bucs leads the Eastern Conference. And it wasn't surprising when I saw that most people picked the Lakers. Why won't you pick the Lakers? They have two MVP candidates who are cheering the league up. But I feel the Bucs will end up with a better record. If, just if, something goes wrong. Now, the Lakers to me are one injury away from being the Knicks, if LeBron James or Anthony Davis goes down, they begin to struggle because none of the other players have actually stepped up to drop as many numbers as those two guys are doing. Those two guys have bulk of the uh, offensive production of the team and that does not help anyone. At the point, these guys will need to rest. Against Pacers, there was no Anthony Davis and they lost. I know it was tight, but they lost. So that is what I'm saying. If Giannis is not on the box team, those guys have always found a way to win. They have players that have stood the test of time. Uh, Lia Sova has been there for a while. Brook Lopez, Chris Middleton, these guys have done things without Giannis on the team. Eric Bledsoe is playing remarkably well this season. They have really good pieces. Last season, they showed that they could actually win without Giannis. They strung up a couple of wins when Giannis was out with an injury. I think for like ten games. That is what you really need to be on top and actually go for a title run. Hopefully all these guys stay healthy though because they are two of the most exciting teams to watch in the league right now. And speaking of exciting teams, Miami is is blowing my mind away. Like, oh, I do not get it. What did Elspostra do to that team? Where did he find those guys? These guys played out a thriller against the Lakers. They beat odd flaming bars, and they are top five in the East. I don't know what's going on in Miami, but something is clicking. Duncan Robinson is a freaking flamethrower, Kendrick Nunn says there's none better, Bam Adebayo is having a great season, Jimmy G Bucket is doing everything the team needs to win. Even as Dragic has been out for a couple of games, he really does not show because guys are stepping up from the bench and putting up numbers. This is really a team that will make some noise come postseason and I'm ready for every one of Always them because this. I really want to see the East shake up a little bit i said Philly was my pick to win the Eastern Conference, but right now, I do not know. I cannot say for sure. Philly isn't playing at their best. Ben Simmons isn't knocking those threes that we saw during the offseason, so now we have shattered hopes and stuff. But still, this Miami team is going to make a lot of noise. Dallas and Denver have also been great. Jokic, Porzingis. Luca, although he's out injured right now in a spring ankle, Will Baton. These guys have been extremely good for their teams. They've played exciting basketball. It is fun to watch them play. It's like seeing Golden State play ninth out, but different names. It's not Steph Curry, it's not kg It is Luca, it is um, Jalen Brunson, or it is Jokic, is Will Barton, is Jamal You see other guys, and you're like, yes, this is the kind of game I want to watch. There are always a lot of oos and ahs in the game, so you know for sure that yes, these games are interesting. Fans are even into it. You you feel the urge to actually want to watch these games. In fact, every other team is exciting whenever they play the Knicks or the Warriors. It is that bad. These two, the two teams suck. They are so, so terrible. It is, it is sad to see that the Warriors are going to be so terrible over a couple of months. It really is sad. I am I can't hold myself from laughing. It is that bad. I can't wait for the postseason. It's going to be surreal. I, I really want to see what these teams that are going to make the players can do. It's going to be a fight from the beginning to the end. Thank you for tuning in once again, man. Stay frosty, my people. Flat out.